can't hear you! Oh, yeah, Captain! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go for it. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> Not me. I do. Right. That's our best intro we've ever done, guys. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Captain Redbeard's in the house. Ah, I'm ready. And we've got Emily back with us this week. How's it going? <laughs> Redbeard had a little bit too much to drink this morning, I think. Yeah, a little bit. And Tom. Who? You. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Did you forget your name? I do. It's been too long. Oh, that's people, fair. people don't talk with me when I'm not on a podcast. Aww. Oh, that's fucked up. Damn. Well, it happened right. when you're this ugly. You guys are mean. Alright, and I am Dalton, and we're here to talk about Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, the second one in the series. I don't know where the fuck Alex is, a.k.a. douchiest of all bags, but he is not here, so he's getting this terrible shout-out. He's in the chamber. And we're not supposed to talk about that. It's a secret. This isn't Fight Club. We can talk about whatever we want. Dude, the fact that you understand that reference, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one that made the reference. I know. The fact that you understand the reference and can say it now, you're welcome. Alright, fine. You, you can bitch about the movie all you want, but now it's like, I know you, what the reference you is. You the and... movie that was made in the 90s? Yes. I'm, are you proud? Like, I we am. got him to watch it. And you know what? I mean, I Dalton, didn't like tell it. Her, tell her what you think of Fight Club. Well, that's fine if it was you didn't stupid. like it. That's fine. You watched it, though. You gave I mean, he's chance. an insomniac that imagines that he's fighting him, himself. He, like, he makes up a best friend and then goes haywire and kills people. It's you crazy. know what? Some people identify with that, and you can shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Osama. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Chris Columbus and David Heyman teamed up again on this one as the director-producer combo. We st- we're a little bit further away from a billion on this one. 879.5 million. Uh, only a budget of $100 million, though, so they're still racking in the Benjis. Uh, John Williams returned for the soundtrack on this one. Alex would tell you about it, but he's not here, so you're not going to learn anything new about the soundtrack on this one. Soundtrack is fucking awesome. <laughs> That's all you need to know. And apologies, apologies to the next unknown for totally forgetting to talk about them last week, but everyone that listens knows that they provide the rock and tunes for us. We don't need to tell you guys that they're still pumping out some good music. Go listen to them. They're amazing. John Williams was inspired by the next unknown. Yep, he was. That's why these tunes rock so hard. Uh, we did get a few new characters in this one. Uh, two that really need to be pointed out for sure are Gilderoy Lockhart, played by Kenneth Branagh, and uh, Jason Isaacs, who is one of my favorite English actors of all time, plays Lucius Malfoy, and he's going to stick around for the long haul. I love Jason Isaacs. You guys watched him in anything else? No. No. Uh, he was, um, oh, wasn't he, I'm trying to think of it, because I know he was in something, like, specific, and I'm going to feel really stupid when you say it. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah, because there was something else he was in that I really loved, and now I can't remember it. Uh, I know he was in Peter Pan, because he played well, he does. Book. He does a lot of voice acting, so I know him from uh, Ra's al Ghul from Batman Under the Red Hood. That's what it is. And he does, you know, Lex Luthor's voice. He was Dick Dastardly in the most recent Scoob movie. <laughs> he did Superman in Superman Red Sun. He was in Elektra. I think, I think Harry Potter is his biggest ones. Let's see, he was in Dragonheart, Event Horizon. Let's see. He was in... Oh, he played Admiral Zhao in Avatar. That's awesome. So yeah, he's done a lot of cool stuff. I, you can, I can recognize his voice anywhere. Um, moving forward, uh, we don't really have a whole lot to talk about in terms of uh, cameos or Easter eggs or anything. We're just going to dive right into the plot here, I guess. So, um, Every summer Harry spends with the Dursleys is shit. And, of course, this one was no different. Uh, he didn't receive any letters from the friends that he made at school the past year, which is strange. Um, and in his room... Harry meets everyone's favorite house elf, Dobby, who warns him that he cannot go back to school because he's going to die if he does. Dobby reveals that he also is the reason Harry didn't get any of his letters because he's been intercepting them, making him think that his friends didn't care about him and maybe convince him to not go to school because no one cares about him. Because he's a little... Oh, dipshit. 
Dude. And he, what? I love Dobby. Don't be dissing Dobby. Aww, I mean, that's a douchebag move. Him. Yeah, fuck no. Dobby. Yo, I agree with Dalton for once. <gasps> He did it for the right reasons. Oh, we're breaking up. How how could you say that? That's horrible. Oh my gosh! You're, Look, you're a bad Dobby is a douchebag. Okay? Dobby douche is the awesome. I am a douchebag in the whole book. Every I understand book. that he did it for the right reasons. I still think it was fucked up, though. Okay, well, awesome character, Tom. I agree with you on that. However, taking his mail when he has a super shitty life circumstance. No, he did a lot more than take his mail. Okay, yeah. well. And that is, federal, that is a federal. That is a federal stealing mail. I mean, we need well, to maybe not in the UK. Oh, that's true. Also, maybe not for magical creatures. I don't know if they're bound by man laws. <laughs> well, he's bound by some laws. <laughs> some yeah. The service shows up at the club. Where's Zobby? <laughs> like, oh, he's already beating the shit out of himself over there. <laughs> Punishment is done. Move on. <laughs> He also ruins this dinner for the for the Dursleys who are like hosting some important clients of of Vernon's work or whatever, and they end up locking Harry up in his room and putting bars on his window to keep him from going back to Hogwarts, which doesn't make sense to me because if he was a nuisance to you and you fucking hated him, wouldn't you want to get rid of him? You'd think. Yeah, I think the I, only I, reason they kept him is because it would sully their reputation if he went around town saying, "Dude, my foster parents totally kicked me out." <laughs> I guess that's true. But then again, he would probably not stick around in the muggle world, though. Yeah, that's true. I Honestly, I think if they were smart enough to think about that, they might have kicked him out. Uh, I really think that they were threatened uh, to keep him because, you know, the whole... And honestly, this has always felt like a weak point because, uh, you know, there's supposed to be some kind of magic thing where, you know, he can't be affected while he's in their household because of the whole love family BS... I thought that was a really weak link, and I think it was just a way for Rowling to make sure that he stayed in the house and was tortured and led to tormented life. I, I really think that she could have done something better with that. Of course, you know, with all the novels I've published, of course I have all this say-so. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to love all your novels that you've published. Thank you. I didn't think you read that adult section. I Wait, try and color <laughs> <the> pictures. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Harry's friend Ron and his twin brothers Fred and George come rescue Harry in a flying Ford Anglia. They have bewitched a car to fly, which is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And this scene would have been a lot better. And this is one of the few scenes that would have been better if they had actually stuck with what happened in the book. It would have been a lot more intense because in the book, uh, Fred and George have to go downstairs to get Harry's giant ass um, cr <laughs> uh, crate and bring it upstairs. And in the movie, it's just conveniently, you know, in the room with him. So I think that would have been a lot funnier and a lot more intense if they had had to go down and get it. Yeah, I agree that Fred and George, I mean, the actors that got to play him were incredible. But I, I, I like how much they were in the books, like uh, how invested he was in their business and everything like that. I really wish they had more of a dialogue in the movies. Yeah, we don't see much of them at all until, like, I know in The Prisoner of Azkaban they get a little bit more screen time because they're the ones that introduce them to the map, but we, we really don't get enough of them. We really don't. That is disappointing because they are They are easily favorites. one of the best characters, yeah. Yeah, they'd be my best pals. And I would be I thrown out of Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, oh, most definitely. <laughs> oh, boy. While purchasing school supplies... Harry and the Weasley family encounter Hagrid and Hermione, ooh, conveniently. Uh, they attend a book signing by celebrity wizard Gildroy Lockhart, douchebag, <coughs> who announces that he will be the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. During a small confrontation with Draco Malfoy, Harry meets Malfoy's, Mal Malfoy's father, Lucius, who discreetly slips a book into Ginny Weasley's belongings. In case you didn't see that in the movie, he slipped a book into a little girl's belongings. Mm hmm. Creepy. Hmm. Right. Which only Harry notices, but he mentions this to no one. You dumbass. <clears throat> When Harry and Ron are blocked from entering Platform 9 and 3 quarters at London's... In London King's Cross Railway... Uh, 
Railway station. They fly to Hogwarts in the flying car because it is great. Uh, however, they crash into the Whomping Willow and they get their ass beat by the tree. And Ron's wand is snapped in half. <laughs> uh, both boys narrowly avoid expulsion when Professor McG McGonagall gives them detention. And who had the worst detention out of that? I mean, Harry, he had to sit with Lockhart. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, that's... He sound, He felt like he was getting off easy, but no, definitely not. I don't yeah. even remember what Ron's was, and they don't mention it in the, in the uh, movie at all, but Harry's <laughs> like... I hate Lockhart so much. He's having to respond to his fan mail, wasn't that what he was doing? Yeah. Yeah. And this scene was actually... Um, more intense than it should have been so I guess this is to offset the other one but in the book Harry never dangles out of the car over the train like he does in the film they just added that for shits and giggles I guess magical suspense <laughs> I would have been more suspenseful to be hearing Fred and George langing that big ass <laughs> thing up the stairs like every five seconds you hear clunk 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 what the fuck is that <laughs> oh my god something's coming to kill me <laughs> you know they probably would have made it louder just to scare him <laughs> yeah, sound like gunshots. Ron had to polish silver in the trophy room. That's what it was. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, during the detention, Harry hears strange voices and later finds caretaker Argus Filch's cat, Mrs. Norse, petrified, along with a message written in blood announcing the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. Enemies of the air, beware. You know, because that's normal graffiti for people to put, apparently. Um, McGonagall explains that one of the Hogwarts' founders, Salazar Slytherin, supposedly constructed a secret chamber, uh, but it was never found. He placed a monster inside that only his heir can control, capable of purging the school of Muggleborn students. Harry and Ron suspect Malfoy as the heir, obviously, because, you know, a cool kid with a crazy hair, he's got to be the bad guy all the time. So, Hermione suggests they question him while disguised using the forbidden polyjuice potion, which there are so many questions I have regarding polyjuice, but we'll get to those in a second. Uh, they utilize a disused bathroom haunted by a ghost, Moaning Myrtle, who is a lot more of a character in the books, but she's a pretty mm -hmm. good character in this as well, as their makeshift laboratory to brew the potion. So, question. If you drink polyjuice potion and let's say, let's say Andrew here, let's say he drank the polyjuice Turned into a girl, had sex with a guy, got pregnant. Would he be pregnant when he was a guy again? Well, considering the potion only lasts an hour, I would say that it would never have time to take. You would hope. Plus, all of the other events that you just mentioned in there would not happen either. <laughs> <laughs> that was a it's crazy where your mind goes. I thought you were good. <laughs> there you go. No, like polyjuice. I look at it and. You know, it's like the fact that something like that exists in the world throws everything into question, like who they could be at any time. And it's like one of those that's way too OP for me. Uh, it's important yeah, that needs to for later, nerfed. too. It is. Multiple times, yeah. I would steal some of Tom's hair and turn into Tom and then wear like the skimpiest, shittiest Spider Man costume I could find. <laughs> it's in my closet. Like, and like go out I've already stolen it with the hair so <laughs> and <laughs> and go out and uh support our new uh comics in reverse thongs that uh glow in the dark. You'd be like, Hey everyone wanna see my web shooter <laughs> <laughs> Start trying to climb up the uh the walls in the Great Hall <laughs> and you would be expelled forever. You're welcome. Oh my god. Take that, you Hufflepuff. Did you ever watch the Venture Brothers? Yes. yes. <laughs> I love their version of Spider-Man. I mean, I, I was dying. Oh my gosh, he's hilarious. Oh my gosh, I just love Brock Samson. <laughs> Patrick Warburton is the man. Alright, during a Quidditch game, Harry's arm is broken by a cursed bludger. He is then visited by Dobby in the infirmary, who tells Harry that he... Close the portal to platform nine and three quarters, which I, I, that, that's OP. Douchebag. How, do, how does an elf close the portal? Um, 
Uh, and then he uh, tells Harry that he cursed the bludger in an attempt to get Harry to leave the school. When Harry communicates with the snake, the school believes he is the heir. Uh, this is during a uh, dueling club where Snape puts Gilderoy on his ass, and that is awesome. Yep. Uh, on Christmas Day, Harry and Ron learn that Malfoy is not the heir, but Malfoy mentions that his father told him that a muggle-born girl died when the chamber was opened 50 years ago. Harry finds an enchanted diary owned by former Hogwarts student Tom Riddle, which contains a flashback 50 years prior where Riddle accused Hagrid, then a student, of opening the chamber. When the diary is stolen and Hermione is petrified, Harry and Ron question Hagrid. Professor Dumbledore and the Minister of Magic, Cornelius Fudge, and Lucius come to take Hagrid to Azkaban but he discreetly, discreetly tells the boys to follow the spiders. No. In yeah. the forbidden forest, yeah. Harry and Ron meet Hagrid's giant pet spider, Aragog, who <laughs> re reveals Hagrid's innocence and provides them a small clue about the chamber's monster and then sets his thousand children on them to eat them. To feed, yeah. I was about to say, Hagrid's not a very good professor. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. No. I love the guy. I really do. But hey, follow those spiders to the giant spider I have hidden in the enchanted forest you're not supposed to be in that he might kill you and learn that I'm innocent. It's like, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank God you had your, uh, you know, your car showed up randomly to save you. Like, So when you said discreetly, I, like the only thing that went through my mind was like he told them discreetly to fuck off. But in the movie, like he... That was not discreetly at all. He's like, no, if anybody were well, to be looking for me, you're not wink, wrong. Wink. That is the wrong <laughs> word for Hagrid because he does nothing discreetly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so when me and Isley were watching it and uh, Dumbledore is standing there, she's like, he could see them. I was like, yeah, he's, yep. he's well, he super had powerful. The, and she was he had like, the cloak oh. for like 11 years. He knows how it works. So. Ron farted. He could smell it. <laughs> yes, yes, that is what. I think happened. everyone could smell it if Ron farted. <laughs> okay, so looking forward in the notes, it completely skips over the pack the fact that um, Hermione has been petrified. Yeah. It it goes straight into they find a book page in Hermione's hand, and and to shed some light here, she gets petrified because she's using a mirror. To look around corners to find the snake because she's figured out that it's a basilisk that's hidden in the in the chamber and that it's using the plumbing of the school to get around. And I guess looking at it even through a mirror or water on the floor is still going to petrify you. It's just not going to kill you like seeing it. You can bear look through wood. it through a ghost and it won't kill you. Oh yeah, and look at through a ghost. That's really cool, by the way. Yeah, that was really cool. I'm glad they kept that. Yeah. Um, so petrified victims see it indirectly through ghosts and on water and through mirrors. And if you look directly into it, if you make eye contact with it, you will die. The school staff learn that Jenny was taken into the chamber, which pause for a second. They've been harping up using muggleborns the entire time. And then they take a purebred, a pureblood girl. I don't understand this. Well, he was already possessing her all year long. So... So he just decided to fuck this old mudblood thing, and I'm just going to go ahead and work with this pure blood because well, that's who doesn't... Lucius told me to use. Yeah, but they're mudblood sympathizers, so his eyes are just as tainted. Yeah. Also, that's he's mudblood, so I don't understand his train of thought there. Well, it's because, like, if it was anybody else, would Harry have went in? Like, it's Ginny. It's the yeah, right. he would have. I mean, well, he's he's Harry Potter. He, he's, he he's doesn't this guy have that... the hots for her yet. They're like 12. friendship power. Like, yeah, like, but that's that's his best friend's little sister. Like, yeah, of course, of course, go. like, of course he's gonna go find the chamber and all he that. He went down to get the stone and he had no reason to. So I if he did that, he's gonna yeah. go save somebody. Like, I, I would have done more for less reasons. Butterbeer. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I feel like he would have went to get most people. Like, I think Snape, he, he probably would have just said, you know, fuck you, bye. But anyone else, you know, maybe, I think he I think he would pretty much go and save anyone down there. Uh, In my yeah, you're, you're probably right. Harry and Ron decide that Lockhart is going to be their savior, and he's going to go save Ginny from the chamber. <laughs> um, but when he gets there, this dude's packing, and he's like, I'm, i got to get the fuck out of here because I'm a fraud. I don't actually know what the hell I'm doing. So they actually... 
technically take him hostage, and they lead him to Moaning Myrtle, who is in this bathroom, and um, we find out at this point through, I guess, contest clues that Myrtle actually got killed because of the basilisk, because the, the story of her desk has been a mystery for a long time, and now we're putting two and two together. She must have seen the basilisk and died. So they go into the bathroom, and they find the chamber's entrance, and Harry has to speak the word open in parcel tongue in order to open it. And once inside, Lockhart confiscates Ron's wand from him and attempts to wipe their memories, but it backfires, wipes his own memory, and causes a cave-in in this short little wooden cave that they're in. And I think this is a really funny scene. I love it. It is he a really gets, funny he, scene. He steals his wand, and he's so cocky. And then all of a sudden, he just gets blown back. Yeah. Nobody good. else? I don't like yeah, it. I thought it was funny. I, I, <laughs> I cracked up. I hate him. He got what he deserved. I don't understand why all the women in the, sh- in the movie are, like, fawning over him. He's blonde. <laughs> blonde <laughs> men. Ugh. Shots fired! <laughs> pew, pew. Good thing nobody here is blonde. Nope. Purebred ginger. I mean, I was born blonde, and then it turned brown, and now it's growing red and going gray. So I don't know what the hell I am. <laughs> gray is fine. Gray is fine. It's more silver. It's it's dignified. Gingers go white. So is is that what happens? Are you talking about skin color, or <laughs> no? The the hair color it generally goes white instead of gray or oh. Silver. Dude, check it out. Uh, Gildoy Lockhart, guy's actors, act, the actor plays him, you know? Kenneth Branagh? Uh, yeah. Do you know he was married to Emma Thompson? Really? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, for about six years. They divorced in 1995, but from 1994 to 1999, guess who he was with? HBC, right? Yep. It was HBC, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah HBC, Helen Bonham Carter. Another what? fun fact, he directed yeah. the Thor movie. Did you know he that? Did. I did know that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it explains a lot. <laughs> I am so sad that he was. No, he was married to my English gothic beauty. What? He wasn't married. He was with her. He was his partner. Oh. Yeah, they weren't married. But he was, you know, he was married to Emma Thompson, but he was partners with Helen Bonham Carter. And uh, now he's married to Lindsay Brunick. I don't know who that is. I don't either. But, but yeah, he he's done some crazy things. Yeah, he let's see, he directed uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Hey, look at there. Um, it's not all bad. No, so, I didn't see that. Was that good? I actually really liked it. Hmm. It was different. It wasn't what I was expecting. All right, Tom. I think you're up. Am I already? All right, hold on one second. Click, 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 click. I'm going down. There it is. All right, so Harry enters the chamber alone because, you know, that's the smart thing to do. <laughs> and uh, he finds Jenny unconscious and has her. Oh, no, never mind. He doesn't. Uh, he uh, <laughs> Quit finds, reading Dalton's fan fiction. <laughs> he finds her guarded by Riddle. Uh, Riddle reveals that he used the diary to manipulate. manipulate. Uh, Jenny and reopen the chamber when Riddle creates the anagram for his future identity. Uh, he writes it up there with his wand. Uh, his name is Tom Marlov Riddle, and his uh, anagram is I am Lord Voldemort. Harry realizes that Riddle himself is the Slytherin's heir and Voldemort's true identity. After Harry expresses his loyalty to Dumbledore, Fox flies in, uh, which is uh, Dumbledore's phoenix, and uh, she has the sorting hat with her or him. Is Fox a guy or a girl? I don't know. Is he male or female? I actually don't know. Hmm. So Fox lies in with the sorting hat, uh, drops it, and causes Riddle to summon the Basilisk, and uh, Fox then blinds the Basilisk and allows Harry to look at it directly without being killed or petrified because apparently the power was all in his eyes. Uh, the sorting hat eventually produces the sort of Gryffindor, which, you know, if I'm going to look for a sword, I'm going to reach into a hat. That's where I'm going to find it. And uh, with which Harry battles and slays the Basilisk, although he is injured by one of its fangs. So, yeah, big giant sword, blind even though it is, and, you know, this magic sword, 
Uh, that's kind of badass. Well, this movie is a huge note for me. Giant spiders and giant snakes. No. Yeah. Uh, Not a big fan of either. No. When I was reading the book, I kind of pictured a bigger sword and bigger snake. Of course you did. Yeah. But... Why would you picture a bigger snake? That thing's fucking huge. Um, I don't know. That's what she I, said. <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I get a pity off. <laughs> I don't know. It was just like I not saying that the snake wasn't wasn't big. Because uh, the one during the duel, I was like, I thought it was a much bigger snake during the duel than the little stupid snake that they had. Um. <laughs> Well, you just... know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Sorry, I just saw your note that you put in the graphs and graphs. <laughs> oh, I'll leave it. <laughs> no! Why? Why? Yeah, why? I see it. Why? <laughs> you know what? Oh, you're, mean. You're, just, you're just jealous because he would give me a chance. He'd think that I was another Weasley, which is fine because I'm sure that uh, the twins got all the ladies, anyways. So, not in the movies, though, because they're not important at all in the movies. Stupid. Um, all right. Harry defeats Riddle, the end. Fuck you, Riddle. Uh, and he revives Ginny by stabbing the diary with the bla- basculist fang because that is magic science. Uh, Fox's tears heal him and he returns to Hogwarts with his friends in a baffled Lockhart because he has no idea what's going on thanks to Ron's almighty wand. Uh, Dumbledore praises them and orders Hagrid's release. Dumbledore shows Harry the sword he wielded was Godric Gryffindor's own sword and says he is different from Voldemort because he chose Gryffindor instead of Slytherin. Uh, Harry accuses Lucius Dobby's master of planning the diary in Ginny's cauldron, which he did, um, and tricks him into freeing Dobby. Less master impressively, has given Dobby a sock. Less impressively mm-hmm. in the movie than the book. Far less impressively. Uh, the basculist victims are healed. Hermione reunites with Harry and Ron, and Hagrid throws the dopest party ever because he busted free of Azkaban. No thanks to Ron's Al. <laughs> what I can't remember exactly what it is that because and obviously the sock in the movie and everything like that. What was it in the book that he did that was better? same thing? He took the he took his sock, he stuffed the diary in his sock, and he he stuffed uh, the diary and he in threw his it sock, at yes. him. He was yeah. like the sock has blood and and sweat and snake jizz and whatever else in there. And he's like, and like, takes the diary and throws the sock and it falls into Dobby's hands. And he's like, Dobby is free! And then drop kicks him out of the building. He's like, fuck your couch! Mm-hmm. I actually think I prefer the movie version. Cool oh, story. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Very so, rarely will you hear me say that. But. Like, like uh, Dumbledore outright lies to Harry in the end. Because Harry asks him um, how he can talk to snakes and blah, blah, blah. And Dumbledore goes, oh, he must have transferred powers to you when he tried to kill you. He just, like, straight up lies to him. Well, I mean, is a lie by omission still a lie, though? Uh, yes. Because, I mean, technically he wasn't <laughs> lying, but he was leaving out a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. like, You're look, a after, cook, Terry. <laughs> after, after the bullshit he pulled... One. In the first movie, with just handing points out because fuck Slytherin. Like, what else are you to expect from Dumbledore? Uh. <laughs> well, good news for you. Uh, they he gets recasted. So, I mean, that's not good. For, no. I can't, I can't get over that. Did you put your name in the goblet of fire? I can't get over that. Just, Look, despite. I, Despite that being a terrible character choice, I think it's hilarious. Like, uh, I will never not love that line. And it's become a meme. It's just, uh... But the best things become memes. Dude, when he first did that, I was in the theater, and when I watched it, and he came out, you know, and I'm like, did he just... I said, did he have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> I do love Michael Gambon, though. 
<laughs> I just think it's it's funny. Like, so this is Isley's first time watching these, and this is only my second time watching these because I did not enjoy them. And before we started, she was like, "I don't know that I want to watch these because I think it's going to be boring watching a piece, uh, watching a, a movie, and having to follow the piece of wood because that's where the action is." And I was like. What are you? T oh yeah, you're. Yeah, that makes sense because the wand and the magic and all. That. Okay, I got you. Because at least Star Wars, it's like you got the lightsaber, but you can do the force and all that. But she's enjoyed both of them. But she hasn't read the book, so she doesn't know better. You gotta, you gotta get give the, uh, the illustrated version of the book. Off. Yeah, I, the illustrated ones are awesome. I have all of the books, and when she can fully learn to read and appreciate them, she will get all of them, and she will read them and be like, these movies but suck. But you also have to buy her the illustrated versions. because They're only like 30 hello. bucks a piece. They're worth yeah. it. They look hello. incredible. They really do. We do have one of them. We have the first one. Um, Zoe is actually... She's seen all the movies. Uh, she read about four of the books before she started watching the movies, and she does agree that the books are better. She is right now in Half-Blood Prince. She's about three-quarters of the way through it. Oh, uh, she's about to find out some stuff! Oh, yeah. <gasps> So she was uh, she was really surprised because you know they don't really go into it in the uh, movies, but she was really surprised about how close Neville and Harry were to being you know the same person pretty much. Yeah. So. <laughs> Have you guys seen this post credit scene for this movie? Yes, because there actually is one. Lockhart's in a straitjacket and he has no idea who he is. He published a book apparently. Um, called Who Am I? And the whole thing is just page after page of Who Am I? Who Am I? Who Am I? No, I just, I'm making that shit up, but I don't know. No, that uh, that was funny when uh, they showed the book. <laughs> yeah. Gripes and Grins, uh, looks like there's a list of shit here, but I think I'm the only one that's got anything legit to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted to say I love Jason Isaacs again. He's an awesome actor. Ron Weasley, you put your name in the goblet of fire. <laughs> Ron Weasley! Dumbledore! Hey, Potter. Hey, Potter. Hey, Potter. Oh, uh, now I gotta look that up. My video. I love Harry Snape? Potter Puppet Pals. Snape. Severus Snape. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Do you guys ever watch Epic Rap Battles? I am... A editor in Epic Rap Battles. Oh, dude! Thanks to Patreon, dude. The uh, Dumbledore and Gandalf. <laughs> oh man, there's so it, many good ones. They did. Um, my favorite one is probably still Mr. T and Mr. Rogers. <laughs> so. so many good ones. So many good ones. Oh. Okay, the translation. <laughs> There's no peeves in this movie. I know, still no freaking peeves. Ugh. Also, I really wanted to see the denoming because that would have been hilarious to watch them chunk these <gasps> motherfuckers. Yeah, no, that would have, and it would have been more twins. So yes, no, yeah, that's definitely. Sad that they left that out. Yep. Also, the death day party would have been the most awkward scene in movie history, and I would have loved to have seen it. Yeah, yeah that would have been weird. Uh, Man, they left some shit on the table. Yeah, they did. I mean, I understand why I got cut, because it's not really pertinent to the story, but it's still awesome. And then in the book, of course, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense that McGonagall would be the one to tell them about this, because she teaches, like, what was it, Charms and Transfiguration and stuff. Yeah. Um, but Professor Benz is the History of Magic teacher. He It makes sense that he would have been the one to tell them about the chamber, and he does that in the book rather than the movie. And Benz is a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he just kept yeah. going to work. <laughs> yeah, even He's like I'm dead. Might as well keep going. going. Yeah, my parents are both teachers. I could totally see that. Like, <laughs> like, if my mom passed away, I could see her going back to her English lit class the next day and being like, "All right, open your books. We're gonna read Romeo and Juliet." And I'm like, "Yeah, hey, don't don't say anything to her. She, this is what she wants." <laughs> my dad would be up I there. Dead, writing. I don't think I would go to work. Yeah, my dad would be up there writing his Pythagorean theorems. I would be hanging out with Peeves. We'd be doing all the stuff. <laughs> oh wait, Peeves doesn't exist? Bullshit. 
I don't know. I'm pretty sure that they would still have that rule about you not being within so many yards of a school when you're a ghost, too. You have a magical <laughs> so. restraining order against you. Yeah, my, my ghost butt would be out everywhere. He'd be over he here trying to, to eat breakfast. All the students. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, he'd be over here trying to eat eat your breakfast or dinner or whatever, and then my ghost ass just comes through the table and is on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you enjoy eating that ass, Tom. <laughs> I can see that. I don't know why people even listen to this podcast anymore. They feel better about themselves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're That's welcome. Not, they wouldn't choose to listen to this if they needed to feel better about them. <laughs> oh, Michelle I Obama's forgot, got a podcast like, now. Back finish where Lockhart quote unquote fixes his arm and it's all floppy. Oh man. <laughs> I was oh, like gosh. legit crying. <laughs> and then they have to give him that uh, bone grower, which yeah. is you know terribly painful. I can only imagine, you know, having gone through growing pains as a kid, you can only imagine if your bones are actually growing in your arm. Oh uh, man. Who who grew their arm better? Uh Deadpool or Harry? Deadpool. I mean Deadpool. Because <laughs> like, he had the baby hands. It's gonna feel gigantic. In this Spoiler alert, uh, Deadpool is at Hogwarts. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that would be <laughs> I would pay money to see those cross- crossovers. Deadpool like, and Hogwarts? Yeah, Deadpool in any setting. Can we have the Russos direct that? <laughs> I'd love to see Deadpool in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what? That one would actually make sense, though. Hell, Keanu's into uh, comic book writing now. Let me call him up. There you go. No, Keanu needs to make um, Space uh, Cowboy Bebop, and and that needs to happen. How is he not Spike? I don't know, but it needs to happen. Like, literally everybody that watches Cowboy Bebop is like, he he, he is Spike. And they're like, oh, we're not even going to look at him as a casting choice. They, they casted... Uh, I don't remember his name. It's that Asian dude. I don't even know what the hell y'all are talking about. The Cowboy <gasps> Bebop, man! Oh, Tom no. knows! Tom, don't you, don't you dare! Unfortunately, I never Listen. did. Oh my gosh. I wish I had, because I hear, I hear so many good things about it's it. It's on just, Hulu. It's, it's I don't like have, Hulu's one of the few episodes. things I don't have. I need to watch it. See, the name Cowboy Bebop is something I just scroll right on by. No, it's not. You're right. You're so uncultured, You're right. Cowboy, Dalton. Cowboy Bebop, the name. ketchup. Yeah. Look, I don't know anything about it. If I don't know anything about it and the word Cowboy Bebop is what I see, that's all I know about it, and I'm going right past because I don't know a fucking thing. Is there anything like Attack on Titan? Space Bounty as Hunter. As I like it more than Attack on Titan. Yeah, Space Bounty Hunters. Yes. What did you say, Andrew? Is it in the Star Wars universe? No. You You're canceled. <laughs> I I said I like it more than Attack on Titan. See, I'll have to check it out then because I really love Attack on Titan. So it it's different in. I mean, obviously it's different. You don't have the stuff that's going on in Attack on Titan going on in most other anime. But like it, it's got its intense moments. It's got its funny moments. Hell, there's a. a entire episode where everybody's just high like it's just yeah everybody's just floating around <laughs> in space smoking weed it's amazing well, yeah now i'm definitely not gonna watch it that's not my thing <laughs> but like man I don't, spike, watch, I don't even watch south park spike is such a great character oh and, no uh man what do you guys think about uh the new bill and ted movie i'm gonna watch it I'm definitely watching it. I'm probably not going to watch it. Well, my man I isn't going to have to watch it. Anything I, with Keanu in it, I'm going to watch it. I feel like it's one of those that you probably need to be on a substance to enjoy fully. And oh, I'm going to be on a substance to enjoy fully. I only drink. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be but, I mean, I'm still going to watch it because it's Bill and Ted. But am I going to enjoy it more than Matrix 4? No. Yeah, no. Not, Matrix not 4? What? Uh, yeah, next year it's uh, Keanu Day. The Matrix, the fourth Matrix, and the fourth John Wick are supposed to uh, be out in theaters on the same day. 
Oh yeah. my gosh, are you serious? Yes. So I'm going to spend the entire yeah. day in the movie theater. It's going to be great. Yeah, for real. we got to go watch both of them. I didn't yeah. know they were making another Matrix movie. I'm so excited right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how they're doing that because everybody I could see how they decent would. died. Like, Spoiler alert, I haven't seen The Matrix. Yeah. What? Yeah, Listen, he, it's been he, like he 20 years. If you haven't seen it by now, fuck your spoilers. <laughs> like, no, Look, that's I not an excuse. <laughs> Isley just finished all three, and she loved it. So that's because she's cultured. The, the Matrix, I I love that trilogy. Like it's so much fun to watch. And I can as many as much as people want to argue, and like, well, I don't see how they can make a fourth because blah 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 blah. And it's like I can completely see how they can make a fourth. And if you paid attention to the actual backstory, then you could see how they could make a fourth. Or they can continue. They can make a new trilogy and continue on with that. Like there's stuff they can do easily, and they don't have to have certain characters that I like the died or did not theory. die. I don't like <laughs> this whole where these movies kill off these characters and they go, "Well, just kidding." Time skips and rewind, rewind time, and everyone's alive again. I hate that you mean character. like The Last of Us too? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a cop out, like. I don't. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Chamber of the Matrix. That's what I'm going to call this. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Chamber of the Matrix. Yes, starring Bill and Ted. <laughs> Wild style. <laughs> Sweet guitar solos. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys are ready. Uh, to really dive into some story in the coming episodes because there's going to be a lot more separation between the books and the movies in the in the coming episodes. Oh yeah, these are easy because they're 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 honestly fairly. What's the word I'm looking for here? I don't even know. Loyal, I guess, to the original story. Magically delicious. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, the other books, they get into, like, 800 pages and stuff, and so they skip out a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the frustrating thing for me, is is a bunch of the small details that are just skipped over. Um, and I, I would have I, loved to have seen Harry screaming at everybody at the beginning of War of the Phoenix. <gasps> like, he yes. loses his mind, and I, they didn't get to see any of that. I was like, oh, damn. No, that that's one of my favorite sequences in the whole series. Because he doesn't, like, all this shit happens to him, and he doesn't really, like, lose it, and that's, like, the first time he actually loses it. And I was like, yes! Get that uh, anger has, out. Yeah, he, he's got Let the hate right flow through it. you. I loved it in, um, in the sixth book, when he's, uh, talking to, what's his name? The potions master, um... Snape? Oh, no. Uh, oh, Slughorn. Slughorn, yeah, and he... Yeah, when he brings Ron in and uh, he loses it with him, like, you know how I got this scar? And he breaks it down to him. I was like, dude, that's a really cool scene. Yeah. I thought they did justice with that in the movie. I maintain that Netflix or Amazon need to pick this up for a a seven-season series. I looked it up, and apparently, because, um, you know, the the chamber's in the bathroom, whatever, and they, they... speak hissing at the sink and it opens up. Well, I thought it was weird that Salazar Slytherin made his secret chamber in the bathroom because that doesn't seem very dignified. Yeah, but we're um, all teenage boys do their dirty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a grown man when he built it, though. So I thought that was weird. So I looked it up. So one of his descendants, I guess when they were updating the plumbing of the school, one of his descendants found it and designed the bathroom. Huh. And made it so that it was yeah. So it wasn't him that actually designed that bathroom opening. It was one of his descendants, one of his oh. heirs. So I mean, do we know how he, how how he accessed it by going into the women's restroom and hissing at all of them until it opened? <laughs> I guess he he had found it. Uh, Corvinus Gaunt was his name. I guess he found it while they were um, in the process of updating the plumbing. And I don't know. They didn't get into specifics. Uh, maybe he was a plumber. I don't. I don't know. A but, wizard plumber. Yeah, that would, I go through Hogwarts. Like, all of this, and when I know. graduate, 
I become a magical plumber. What? <laughs> like, I'm I mean... the minister of defecation. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I guess figure, he never you know... <laughs> opens it and sets the basilisk. He just designs the bathroom. So I thought that was weird. That one of his almighty descendants. Man, wizarding jobs are weird. <laughs> like, you would think that just somebody that has a lot of magical knowledge could go in and be like, I can wave my wand and build you a bathroom. Check this shit out. <laughs> Magic. Well, apparently it takes skill, because they were talking about Molly Weasley is apparently really skilled with household charms, and I guess that's a skill. Well, I mean, that's obvious have. if you look at yeah. the house. Like, yeah. Which like, they don't really explain at all. They don't explain the clock. They don't explain nothing. You just I love come in clock. and you're just like, yeah, it, it, that was one of the best things. You see it and it's like freaking awesome. And the movie just like nothing. They spend like 10 <clears throat> seconds on it and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, uh, when the, uh, after uh, Fred dies uh it is fred wasn't it? yeah as fred dies yeah. uh and they go back to the clock in the book i was just like oh dude i forget Man. what's his hand at is it it's not lost is it i can't remember uh, no. see now you mentioned it man. see I look it up because I, I don't remember it's i need to reread these books it's been so long i just had a conversation with a co-worker uh before i before i got off today and they were like um I'd mentioned the podcast, and it's like, yeah, we're, we're recording that. Uh, oh, it's stuck in uh, Mortal Chamber Peril. Of, uh, uh, recording Chamber of Secrets, and she was like, yeah, but isn't that a kid's book? And I was like, oh, there's some there's some really good moments in it. It's one of my favorite series that I that I read, and uh, there's a bunch of dark stuff in it. And uh, she's like, what? And I was like, by the time you get through the, the last book and all the people that have died, and she was like, wait, people die? And I was like, there is a list of people that died. And it's not like there are minor characters that you're just like, eh. I mean, by the time you make it to the end and you've built up, you know, the connection to all these characters, um, man. Um, yeah. So apparently Fred's hand on the clock, I guess they fall off when they die. Yeah, this is so cool. And Arthur finds it and gives it to George and George wears it around his neck on a chain and holds his brother's hand when he gets when things gets hard <laughs> oh dang so sad. man i'd hang out with him in a heartbeat spoilers <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, that what right. death was hardest on you guys in the books just a question hedwig, uh, hedwig. dude that one actually really sucked like Bad reading. Oh yep. man, I never saw it coming either. I was like, because it was just out of the blue, right off the bat, just bam, and it's like, yeah, it was the first chapter. You lose Mad Eye and Hedwig, like right, bam, and it's like, what? Because Mad Eye, the way they've they've portrayed him is like he's badass, and then gone, and then you're like, nothing's gonna happen to Hedwig. Yep. I had to close the book. I was like, I, I can't do I this honestly right now. didn't even <laughs> occur to me that she could kill off Hedwig. Like, that possibility didn't... That, didn't that was a like low a blow. Yeah. Right mm. there. That was a gut shot right there. That was rude. I think... Uh, I think Dobby got me more than anything. Again, that's another one that sucks. Like, you've built up this connection to this character and, and the way he goes, and it's just like, damn... And, you know, they did not do justice. Like, I, of course, I don't know how you could. The way she described it in the book with his eyes and everything like that. He was like, holy crap. I couldn't. Oh. <laughs> feels. Yep. Too many feels. It's like the first 30 minutes of freaking last of us. I think Dumbledore's is one of the more brutal ones, too. <sighs> yes. I remember reading that and thinking, oh, God, what are they going to do with this last book with no Dumbledore? Like... How, how are they going to function? Dude, right. Zoe sobbed. Oh my gosh. Aww. Yep, I had to hold her. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> we'll uh, figure out what Isley's reaction as we get through. 
In just a couple more weeks. You better get get that ice cream ready. Oh, we've got uh, three different kinds of ice cream in the fridge right now. <laughs> in the fridge? You better go fix it. In the Those, fridge. That's <laughs> and you have alcohol. Look, You've already talked look, about it. See. Don't give your kids alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I've got alcohol all over the place. <laughs> fridge, freezer. I look, fridge, freezer, it's the same thing. The ice cream is in the proper temperature that it's supposed to be, okay? Okay, all well, right. by definition, a fridge and a freezer are not the same thing. I know they're not, but when I say beer, I'm usually talking about whiskey or rum. So. Although, if you talk to anyone older than me, it's called the ice box, and I get confused either way. I don't call it the icebox. I'm quite a bit older than you. Well, maybe it's uh, my my wife's family bullshit because they all say the icebox, and I'm like, "There's nothing in here." And they're like, "I meant the refrigerator." I'm like, "You said icebox. That's a freezer to me." <laughs> yeah, the you don't ice- put ice in the fridge, so it's exactly. Be the I just refer to that as a whole, in, at, like as an icebox. Like, is both the refrigerator and the freezer combination? I'm like, this is stupid. I actually have. Ice cube shot glasses in my freezer right now. <gasps> Me too. <clears throat> High five. Yes. Why would you? I don't use them though. Ice <laughs> boxes are for really shitty Microsoft games. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm not even yeah. mad. You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> I'll be playing I mean... destroy all humans here in a, a little bit. He's not wrong. All right, we gotta wrap this up. We have been off topic for like fifteen minutes now. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> this is Harry. Potter I think we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs>